What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. Fatherhood's Fatherhood's Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. Yo, Fatherhood's fam, when you're out and about with your baby and they start wilding out, what do you do? Most dudes are fumbling through the traditional baby bag their lady prepped for them, trying to find that one thing that will calm the kid down. That doesn't have to be your life. Dig no more. The firstborn diaper backpack from Fly Dad has over 21 compartments to have everything right where you need it to be for you and your baby and keeping you fly through the process. Get $20 off when you visit flydadgear.com slash fatherhoods. Let me see. I'm going to test my bootleg shit again. Hold on. Yeah? No. or whatever. Oh, no. Oh. It almost seems like by you pressing that, it fucks up the internet. Let me see. Let me see if that does it again, because you did sound crazy right now. Hello, 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 hello. No, nah, no, nah, you're good. You're good. To blame some other shit. All right. We're recording? <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Well, I'm back with another virus, baby. Yo, <laughs> you even sound funky. <laughs> Yo, it's it's the, the fucking the same. What is it like every month? Right uh, now, on average, I feel like it's every every two weeks. Yeah, I guess every month I would equal every month. Yeah, bro, we just finished the year with a nasty flu. Thank God we went to 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 Disney and 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 didn't have anything. But right when we got back, blacker first first second week of January, uh, conject conjunctivitis. Hmm. What, what does that mean? Which to normally that's pink eye. Hmm. But I guess pink eye got fucking radioactive because <laughs> apparently the pink eye of old is not the pink eye of now. Pink eye, this pink eye has attached to the flu, and you're frozen. Are you good? Good. I thought you caught pink screen. <laughs> but uh yeah, no. it, it's it's what? No, because the audio sounded a little choppy. So apologies to y'all listening. Just bear with us, bro. By the way, Kay is not with us today. Uh, he he was dealing with some other shit, so you got the two of us. But continue, sorry. So, anyways, yeah. So it's it's pink eye with 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 flu symptoms, but apparently pink eye has always been a viral infection that attacks your sinuses. It's not really an eye thing. It's just that it secretes, it does the discharge the same way you would have congestion, but yeah. it does it through the eyes also. So so did you feel respiratory things as well? Like congestion, yeah, chest? yeah congestion. And, well, okay. it was more of a head thing, but head yeah, thing. I mean, we're coughing like a yeah, like you had like phlegm in in, in the chest. Mm. Again, it was just nasty. It's, it's been nasty, bro, and and it's very contagious. So I couldn't do uh, a drink champs, which is very rare because I'll go to drink champs sick. People have seen it, but not sick where I'm contagious. Like if I if I had a yeah. cold or something, I'll go when I'm on like you know three or four days after I've had it, and you're not contagious. But um. Look this at you contagious. being responsible human being. Good yeah, for bro, you. I don't, I don't fucking be a super spreader. But uh, but yeah, so, you know, and then drinking doesn't help the immune. Whatever. Point is, is that 
the whole family caught it. The kids brought it home. Or, or they're the ones the first one that got it, and then we got it. And, and and honestly, man, the same thing goes for what I told you last time, man. Like, you get in this depressive state of mind because you're just, like, beat down by this shit. You're like, come on again? Yeah. I can't work the way I want to. I can't, you know, do even household chores the way I want to. Can't be the parent you want to because you're so, like, down and tired and and sick. And it's just like... You get pretty fucking depressed, man. And and so the whole house got it at the same time. Pretty the kids much. first. The kids first. Okay. They were like a few days ahead. Midweek, me and my girl start getting congestion. My girl actually got a little bit before me. Nothing in the eyes. And so it's it was weird, bro. Like you feel like a regular like sickness coming on, sore throat, and then all of a sudden you wake up with your eyes shut. Oh, I had that. I had a few weeks ago. My eye was like completely. So you had it then, bro. You had pink. Yeah, eye. but it was nothing like your joint. My joint was strictly the eye. And it was oh. it was bugged out for like, like swollen oh. shut for like three, four days. Well, damn, bro. Sw- swollen shut or no, no, this is shut because not swollen. You had you probably had a, a sty in your eye. I had a sty conjunctivi. Oh, you had oh you had conjunctivitis too. Actually, the doctor didn't say that. I went to urgent care and they just said uh, a bacteria got under my eyelid. I told her pink eye. She kind of just nodded, and that was kind of what it went. I think pink eye is just like the go-to for anything in your eyeball. I think so, but that shit was wild. Like it was literally what you just described. Like what not the the evening before I went to sleep, it was all good. Woke up the next day, it was like, yo, why can't I open my eye? And I go to the bathroom, like yo, but was it was swollen. It it was swollen in the corner of my eye, and then the rest of the eye was kind of chill. Yeah, it, my, it's, mine wasn't swollen. It was just that it had released all that discharge, that mucus or whatever. And it, you know, you have eye boogers. You know, eye boogers get yeah. hard, so the whole thing just hardens throughout the night, and it oh, shuts your eyelid. Yeah, so you, you got that super glue. Cra- you was you was looking crazy that morning. <laughs> nah, I just I'm like pry that bitch open, wash it out. <laughs> Bought all the eye rinses and shit and washing eye. Whatever, bro. We're getting over it, hopefully. And just wait another couple of weeks and I'll tell you the next virus we got. It's like I'm like the, the virus mixtape DJ. Yo, seriously, bro. <laughs> the remix of the remix of the remix. Yeah. But Yo, so I wait. got a question. Go, 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 ahead. go ahead. I, I oh, have a question. So back to kind of the way it makes you feel, right? Like you feel helpless. Your your whole like Everything kind of shuts down. You can't be a good parent. You can't. You just feel like a letdown to yourself and to the to people. And then on top of that, you're not going to tell everybody. I'm like, imagine that you just told people a couple of weeks ago. Oh, because I was sick. I didn't do this because I was sick. I didn't. Do this. Right. And then all of a sudden, they're like, "Hey, what, what's up? Can you do the kid? Oh, because I'm sick. Because I. Was, it just sounds like an excuse. Yeah, you just sound full of shit every time you're like, "Bro, I can't." I'm sick. I'm like, "Come on, guy." Exactly. <laughs> And so it's just, you feel like, fuck, bro. You're such a letdown. You're such a failure. <laughs> and then you watch ancient uh, ancient apocalypse. And you're like, we're all going to die anyways. Oh, I saw that on the Y files. N- that no, talking ancient, about? I, no, no. Ancient apocalypse is the joint on Netflix. Oh, I haven't seen that. Okay. Because you referenced it in one of our text it's messages like- the other day. And I had no idea what you were talking about. Uh-oh, you, you stuck. Am I? Am I? Am I? All right, you're back. You're back. You're back. Um, there was something about that. There was something about that 
like an apocalypse with uh that that YouTube channel Y Files, that was pretty interesting. Yeah, but anyhow, my question was yeah. going to be: Have you de- have you done any legwork to try and find a therapist? Remember nah, the challenge from a few episodes? because nah, I've been sick. Ah, here we go. <laughs> no, for real, bro. Because I haven't been able to do shit. So any time, like any mental space that I get to do anything, I, I do some work shit. Like, nah, I haven't. I so haven't. You're not bro. doing your work shit. Yo, cut the bullshit, E. Go find a fucking therapist. Bro, I need an assistant to find my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what health insurance you got off air, and I will find him. I'll give uh, you. So this is this is what I did. Um and, and thanks to the dudes in the um fly dad chat group. Though, see, I knew you was gonna go somewhere else with it. See? <laughs> but you're, you're sick, like, bro. You're thanks slow. to the dude that magic mic. <laughs> thanks to the, the people, the, the guys that are in the fly dad group um on Telegram. <laughs> Them dudes, we started having a serious see you laughing, bro. This is serious right now. <laughs> Get, get out of your magic mic fantasy right now. Come like, yo, yo, Manny Digital secretly has, has another business where Fly Dads is like these these dancers. <laughs> Call the Fly Dads. You're the head the dancer. Fly Dad group, the Chippendales of the Fly Dads. Yeah, the Fly Dads, the Fly Dads. <laughs> that might that might come out. We'll see. Um, but anyhow, in the chat group, we would we you know we talk about a bunch of different things, and I mentioned. <clears throat> I asked the question, like, what do you guys think about therapy? Because in this group, we have a diverse, diverse group of guys, white, black, Hispanic, you name it. Right. And so we talked about how we perceive or we we experience like the Latino male um, reaction to therapy. But by and large, like we're kind of defensive about it. Right. And so I kind of was there was my question was in. My question was posed in a way to try to get the sense of like, are they with it? Are they not? Whatever. And I had a couple of guys, one that just started, like literally, I think it was that day when I posed the question, um, seeing a therapist. And another one that talked about kind of some of the things that he experienced with therapists. And and I was I was kind of I was floored in a good way because they were so forthcoming with the information that how they experienced it and whatnot. And it kind of lit a fire under my ass because I've been sitting on doing the research to figure out who I want to use as a therapist after, you know, I, I submitted the challenge to you. So it got me moving to start putting a list together. And I got like kind of narrowed it down to like five people and I'm going to talk to them and then narrow it down to one or two and then figure out who I'm going to go with. But I, I say all of that to say, like, that's the process I think you should go through. These would be got, like, video, video conference call therapy session. I want to do in person. Yeah, I want to do in person too. Yeah, because I for me, I mean, maybe when we can't for some reason, this will be a good like backup. But I want to be able to like separate my house from where I do therapy and like give it that space and that respect. So I have zero opportunity to kind of move anywhere else. Like I'm locked in when I'm doing this. Yeah, thing. if I do it on Zoom, I'm gonna feel like I'm doing a podcast. Right. And easily distracted. Like something happens over here, like easy for you to be like, yo, I, yo, I'm sick. I gotta go over there. You know what I mean? So, Thanks. so that's why that's my approach. Um, see if you like whatever your insurance. That's I'm going down the insurance path because I wasn't even sure how to start. But then somebody mentioned like, yo, I did it through my insurance. I'm like, shit, duh. 
So go see the providers on your insurance and see if there's anybody that that you know you rock with. So how would I know if I rock with them? You you have to talk to them. There's no other way. And a lot of people screw it up. The relationship you start with, typically you go through a couple is what I hear from people. So it may not be the first one that you work out with. I know you're you're already like overwhelmed, bro. Jesus. Oh, now he's frozen. See, now has another excuse. Oh, no, I can't because I'm frozen. We're going to have to edit the hell out of this episode to make sure there's not too many gaps. <laughs> okay, so you're back. Oh. So my, my question to you is, or my, my I guess, challenge number you're two is like, yo, pair down a fucking list. Just look online, read up a little bit. That's a challenge. I know you don't like reading. Konya, you're too difficult, bro. <laughs> I'm difficult, bro. I admit, in a lot of ways, I'm not difficult, but in a lot, in other ways, I am difficult. <clears throat> um, It's really just, I got to add it to my list. It'll be uh, 3,017 on my <laughs> list. Yo, I'm going to text you what your insurance is. I'm going to fucking find you a list of people I think. And then you, I know how this is going to go. You're going to be like, bro, why would I ever talk to this person? Because look at what they say over here. I'll be like, I don't give a fuck. Go talk to them. All right. All right. All right. All right. You heard it here first. I'm going to get on your ass, too. Watch me creep in social media oh. and be like, yeah, you could pause that. I'm going to fucking troll you on social media. Be like, oh, that was a dope episode of fly, uh, fucking uh, Drink Champs. But where's your therapy yet? Block. <laughs> block, block. Listen, I have a question for you, man. Yeah. So I want to see what your take on this little um, dilemma with my girl about our daughter. <clears throat> and I know it's kind of biased because it's it's going to be we're the guys. So we you might lean towards the, the guy outlook on this or perspective. But so every night, you know, I'll put my son to sleep. And then I come into the room where my girl and my daughter my fiance and my daughter are, are, you know, getting ready for bed. And then my fiance leaves and I stay there with my daughter and I tell her stories, bedtime stories. And then I leave. So for whatever reason, my, and this is another thing we could talk about later. My daughter's been having a tough time. Not tough. She just doesn't want to eat anything anymore. Did your kids go through that? She's just super picky and she's losing weight. So it was it kind of started that way in most cases uh, across my kids, and then they started to their appetite opens up and they start to eat more things. I Not saw it like, with some of my friends' kids. Yeah, but you're saying your daughter starts started has started eating pretty much a bunch of things. Now she's dropping off. Right. Got it. Okay. Yeah, younger she ate whatever, started to get picky, and now she doesn't want to ever eat meals. Like, she'll snack all day if you give her snacks, mm-hmm. but she doesn't want to sit for a meal. And everything you give her, even though she might say, ooh, I, I want that. The minute you put that plate in front of her, oh, I don't want that. And then she negotiates, like, two pieces <laughs> of this, one piece of that, and then my dessert, you know, treat. Yeah, yeah. So anyways. Thought, my six-year-old does that right now. But what's what's scary is that, you know, she's losing weight. But again, like I said, I've, I'm not too worried because I've seen this in my friend's kids where, you know, they lost weight and, you know, and then later in life, everything was fine. So <clears throat> she's losing some weight. And then she, you know, she she was sick recently. 
So she went, she was, you know, she was cold, very cold. Yeah. So she wanted, she has her pajamas on and then she wanted to put, she has this uh, frozen robe, bathrobe. Mm-hmm. She wanted to put it on and, and then she wanted to put like this beanie on to go to sleep. Yep. But, you know, we have the AC pump and it's, it's, I was cold. I had like a hoodie on. Right. Uh, so she asked, you know, my daughter's like, you know, I guess her, I mean, I, I think I heard them talk a little bit, but I wasn't sure where my fiance was telling her not to put on, she couldn't put on the robe. So my, you know, when she left, my daughter had apparently put the robe under her pillow <laughs> with the beanie. And then she goes to me, look, look, look. And then she's like, can I put it on? And then I was like, yeah, I mean, if you're cold, why not? You know, she's going to take, she'll take it off. I go, yeah, go ahead, put it on. And um, and the beanie. She wanted to put a, a scarf around her neck. And I said, no, because that's around your neck. And just whatever. Yeah. Just to be cautious. No, no, no scarf around your neck. I, put, I took that with me out. I said, in the morning, if you want to put the scarf on, you can put the scarf on. And I walk out the room. My girl had been watching in the baby cam. <laughs> Spying on you. <laughs> she comes and she's like, why would you do that? I told her she couldn't. Do- you need to go tell her to take it off. I go, no, nah, I'm not going to tell her to take it off. I go, what's the big deal? Go tell her to take it off now. I go, no, I'm not going to. And I told, I actually, I think I told my daughter, like, you know, I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Point is, that I was like, I'm not going to tell her to take it off. And she's like, yeah, you told, you let her put it on. So you got to tell her to take it off. I go, no, I don't care if she wears it. You do. So you got to tell her to take it off. Right. That's your thing. I don't see a problem with it. She could just take it off at night, in the middle of the night if she's hot. Oh, no, she won't do that. I go, yes, she would. Any human being will take it off, take something off if they're hot. Right. And then, you know, and then and then my, you know, my fiance got mad at me. And then she went into the room, which I was hoping I was going to deter her from going into the room. But she went into the room and made her take it off. Mm. What do you think? Who's wrong? Who's right? Don't worry, my girl won't get mad at you. It's <clears throat> it's a fight picking exercise, right? So like what's what is the danger or negative in that situation? What what's the point of the situation, right? So like I'm I'm with you, like you estimated I would be. I don't see a problem with it. So I I wouldn't have an issue with it. I'd be like, yeah, go. I don't care. It's not that big a deal at the end of the day. I'm just curious, like, did she explain to you why she was so adamant about not having your daughter wear the robe and the beanie? So, okay, yeah, some backstory. My daughter has developed this weird thing where she says that she's, if she sweats in the, on her back, she goes fucking ape shit. Oh, she like the like minute we, of it. Like, the minute we put her in the car, like, the second, if the AC's not fucking blasting, she's like, I'm sweating. There's not even, there's no way she could even be sweating. <laughs> You know, I'm sweating, I'm sweating, but I'm, I'm sweating. Like, yo, she does this thing. And then, you know, even when she's not in the car, if it's hot outside, I'm sweating, I'm sweating. You know, and so that was, I think that was my girl's reasoning. She's like, you know how she gets about sweating. Mm. But I'm like, okay, she if she's sleepy and she's sweating, she'll just take it off so she won't sweat anymore. The truth of the matter is, when you sleep, sometimes you get hot under the covers and you're going to sweat. So I'm not going to believe that this is the first time that she'll sweat wearing this thing. Right. She's had to have sweat. Not not even a question. She has sweated before, you know? Yeah, I don't don't think it's a big deal. I would have left it the way it was. I kept it pushing. 
And then, and then my girl was like, now nah, you got to tell her to And I'm like, no, nah, I don't because I don't got an issue with it. it so so I, thought you, I don't I, have an issue with it. I thought you were going to go to a, into a slightly different direction with this. Uh, with more like the, the conflict of parenting where she's on one it's side. Both. Of something. It's both. It's, it's both. Because on that side of things, like I, I have challenges, but I could be the nitpicker. Sometimes, and I'll, I'll call your girl the nitpicker in this particular example, right? Um, because I think, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, yeah. But like when it comes to us being on the same page on a decision, right, that we think is important, like uh, my son now he's the one that does. Oh, I froze. See now yeah, I'm, you froze. Um, now I'm, like I'm praying and shit. <laughs> uh, my son's responsibility now is to do the kitchen. That's his chore, right? So my my eldest daughter, that was hers. So now he's graduated into her shoes and she's doing other things. There's nights where he doesn't do the kitchen and he goes to sleep. And so I'm like, yo, to my wife, like, we we I I, I defer to her because when I try to impose something, we can't be consistent. She can't follow it. She can't be consistent about it. So I'm like, <laughs> kind of like, yo, he didn't do it. What you gonna do about it? Like, figure it out because we can't just let it slide. It's not fair right. to the older daughter who always had her stuff together. So we got to like balance this properly. And then I know my wife's like, oh, "Damn, you're right," but shut the fuck up, you know. So we don't necessarily have a conflict, but that inconsistency in our ability to hold our kids accountable creates challenges that frustrate the shit out of me. Because if I say blue, she's gonna say blue green and then ultimately it ends up being red and like we're completely distant so all i had to ask you like do you find yourselves having a lot of those situations or is it kind of relatively mild i don't think we have a lot of them i just i don't know nah i do think we have a a healthy amount of times where we'll we'll, we will argue not argue like full-blown but have a debate in front of the kids about something that's we do or don't want them to do yeah which i think is not cool for the kids to witness because and then it shows that our we don't have a consistent front line you know like and the kids know they know this because my daughter's hilarious my daughter will be like um can i do this and i'll be like no (laughs) and then she goes mommy can i do this and I'm like, hold up a second. I just told you no. So obviously she knows that it's different. And that's not good. My kids do it too. My my youngest for sure. Every time. She's like, ah, right, yeah, I got I got a yes over here. I'm good. If I got a no, I'm gonna go seek a yes. Right. And she makes sure that we're in different sides of the house. <clears throat> so I didn't pick up on what my wife said and vice versa. Oh no, my daughter will do it right in front of your face. Damn. Bold. Yeah, she, she's foul. <laughs> um a little off topic. Uh, terrible twos, right? Yeah. So my son, I feel like he has full-fledged jumped into the terrible twos. Yep, both feet. This this kid, you know, is the sweetest toddler in the world. And he has just flipped the switch on us. Like, throwing tan... Like, so his favorite, his favorite phrases have become, I don't want something else uh what's the other phrase that he says a lot uh 
I don't want something else. Uh, and there's something else that like saying no to something. And then he, his tantrums are these loud pitch scream cries like yesterday. And then sometimes it's like for no reason yesterday, he, he, my girl met me at the gym with the kids because my daughter was at gymnastics and then they like to go in my car with me. So my, my son and my daughter go in my car and they have their water bottles. But my girl took the water bottles in front of him. She took it to her car. And then the door, the door is closed and we're about to go. And then he goes, he wants his water bottle. But he clearly saw his mom had took it. And, you know, the doors were closed and it was already too late. And I said, we'll get it when we get home. We live right, you know, we're right yeah. by our house. No way, bro. This guy, he cried. He screamed at the top of his lungs. I mean, it could shatter glass. And he kept that consistency the whole drive, screaming, kicking, crying, thrashing. And I'm just like, bro, who are you? And then we pull up and my neighbors are outside their house. I don't even want to open the door because he's like, ah, ah, ah. sounds like he's being tortured in the back seat. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, bro, calm down, bro, calm down. Nothing will calm down. And so that's been like in the past week. He's turned into this. So I'm, I'm like wondering, like, is this really like what happens? Oh, it could be way worse than that. I know it's hard to imagine. But a sweet, a sweet kid. Yes. That, that you're like, oh, man, this is a model toddler. Yes. All Completely of a sudden. Completely normal. Turning the switch and, or, or, or turning the corner and just all of a sudden, you know, being defensive, being, you know, just saying no to everything. Everything like just wanting to be, go against you on everything all of a sudden. It's a, it's a, it's a hyper growth stage, which hormones come into play, like their body's changing. All these things are happening at a very rapid pace compared to what's happened before for him. Mm-hmm. So it is just a normal part. Like there's some kids who are still model kids, but the majority, I feel like go through this transition and it's the hell that you, you know, we always talk about when we talk about the terrible twos. So. What I'm curious about in your experience so far, given that you've already kind of gone through this with your daughter to some degree, how has your patience been specifically in that moment? Like when you were driving from the gym to your house, what was your demeanor, your reaction to the whole thing? I got to control myself. Like in my mind, I'm like, I want to turn on welcome to the jungle (laughs) and drive like a maniac and be like yeah fuck yeah let's fucking go crazy let's fucking go crazy you want to go crazy you want to see crazy and my poor daughter which is funny because i felt like she knew it was coming as my as my fiance was leaving my daughter's like my daughter usually wants to go in the car with me too she goes i want to go with you mommy <laughs> but she was already strapped in so my, my girl was like nah like she was I, like abandoned ship because that's another thing that happens and i'm proud of her because it usually if my if my son cries, you know, even as a baby when he would cry, it would trigger my my daughter to cry. Like she'd be like, oh, I can't take it. And she'll cover her ears. Yeah. Tell him to stop. Tell him. And at first she's like, Oh my God, he's going crazy. But then she just like she like just like put on her switch and she just like started like like she was in a trance or something. She was like meditating. No doubt. He's like, put my window down, daddy. And mind you, he's going, ah, <laughs> boogers are coming out he's crying like but water though the tears are coming out like this 
Like that's oh. how the, the pressure of him screen. He's like trying to like get off the the season. He looked crazy, like the Incredible Hulk. It was wild. Um, all because he wanted his water bottle, uh, which is I'm telling you, for my son. If you ever you've you've met my son, right? Yeah. Or no? Very you met, he, He's such a calm little sweet kid. So this is so uh, you know abnormal for him um, to act this way. It's just. It's scary, man. It's scary. But yeah, I, I, what I did is I just, I had that in, in my mind. Like I told you, the welcome to the jungle scene. <laughs> and, I, and you know, you get a little tense and there's some tension. But then I just turned on the music. I didn't put it up too loud. Put some down the windows for a little bit. And I just, just acted like, you know, I'm not hearing this craziness. And then when we would stop at a stoplight, I put the windows back up because it <laughs> sounded insane. And in the house, when he's crying like that, like, it's so piercing. I'm like, even though we have impact windows, the neighbors have to hear this. Damn. They must think these kids are getting abused here. Right. Like he just, he goes crazy, dude. So yeah, bro. but. And you can't uh, well, even talk to him. Like it, there's nothing. It's just kind of like. I mean, you him talk work. to him like afterwards and after he goes through it, like you can see that it's like he got something out. Right. And then he calms down and he kind of like, he gets back to normal. And then you tell him like, Baba, what happened? Like, yo, you were being a bad boy. He just like looks at you like, oh, you know like whatever but um one thing that kind of goes with what you were saying he he's been complaining about his legs hurting him and i think i'm telling my girl i think that's growing pains yeah i think you got he's having a growth spurt like really seriously like owie 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 but then he'll go to the other like owie 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 it could be that or is he doing any activities like i don't know you take him anywhere to do Run around and do things. I mean, the park. We have we have a playground in the house. He plays, <laughs> but no, he's not doing any any. You know, he's he's still a young little kid. Yeah, so it's 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 got to be that. My my guess is that's what it is. Um, but as you were speaking, <laughs> yo, I remember when I lived in Kendall, and we would visit family in Miami Lakes. When we were leaving, with my oldest at the time, we just had the one. She was probably, she was like four and a half, approaching five. Bro, every time we left that house, because that, that house for her was a lot of fun, like a lot of family, a lot of her cousins. Like she she was having a good time. And so when, you, when you're a kid, you don't ever want that to stop. So when it was time for us to have to leave, it was a fucking nightmare to get her in the car. And once we got her in the car, it was fucking armageddon she was like a child possessed all the shit that you just talked about the screaming the kicking and fucking throwing shit like if you could picture somebody with a lot of hair just like waving their head back and forth like a maniac like that's what she looked like yeah like literally like possessed and the drive is like 40 minutes oh my god so we were in that bitch for 40 minutes door to door with that insanity the whole time that's my first experience with a kid. She's my stepchild in reality, right. but like, <coughs> I don't treat her that way. But that was like my introduction to like, at foreign change, years of age. Yo, do I really want to sign up for this shit? Because hey, did you feel is. comfortable trying to even? Did you try to deal with it at all? Like, I what did. What were your hands-on methods as a stepfather? Yo, so I could only resort to. I mean, I would speak. I would try to speak. I'd raise my voice to try to meet match hers, not like screaming at her, but like so she could hear me. And then at some point, I was just I I gave up. I was like, I have to work on being patient. 
is what I resign myself to do because I, I can't put hands on the, the kid. That's not going to help nobody. I, I can't have a screaming match with a fucking four-year-old. Like, that's stupid. All I can do that's in my control is drive this car safely and not while out. And that's, <laughs> and these, this is not one trip. These are every, almost every time we went to Miami Lakes, it was the same thing on repeat. So 40 minutes the whole time. And then, yo, we got to a point where it was just like, we had to prep her. Hey, we're going to so-and-so's. You, you can't wall out when we leave or else something's getting taken away. Like it was always like trying to get her to understand like this is crazy. And we like, we just had to deal with it. We had to eat it. It was the only way. And just work on patience. The part of the like patience, I can I can handle with just letting it run its course. The problem that we're having right now is like I don't know if, if it's as strict. Well, I mean, you don't have young, young ones. Right. Your youngest is what five, six? six. She's six. Okay. So the school that they go to, they have like like if they think your kid's sick, they gotta go home. Right. And um, so in like he, my son, he because of all the sickness and in the holidays, he's been on and off of school for a lot. So he he rather be home. He doesn't want to go to school. Yeah. And he and he he associates being home with me. So uh-huh. he's like, I want to be with daddy. I want to be with daddy. So these so these past couple times, or these t- when we try to get him to go to school and he starts to cry and have these tantrums as of recently, the issue is that it brings out all his sinuses. Mm-hmm. It makes him cough, it makes him have boogers, it makes him his eyes swell up. So it's like you gotta take him, and they'll be like, "He's sick. You gotta go." But like, yo, he's not sick, bro. He just had a he just had a moment, you know. So you're like trying. You want to be patient, but you don't have the time. Yeah. And yeah. you want them to stop. It's like it's insane, but you can't. So you're like in a conundrum there, and yeah, yeah man, shit, shit ain't sweet, bro. Shit ain't this parenting sweet. shit ain't sweet. But I, I gotta go. That ditto, ditto. <laughs> All right, my bro. Well, I hope you yeah. feel better. Peace. <laughs> Later. Later. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to a child. Be a father to a child.